Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Mellinger, a business coach for women who want to make big impact in this world. In this podcast, we will cover the business strategy behind creating aligned, authentic, and empowering service-based businesses. We'll cover the spirituality as well, all the weird, the woo, and the mindset behind showing up as your full self. And of course, we'll discuss female empowerment and embodiment to tap into all of your beautiful magic. We all have so much power, wisdom, and magic to share, but are institutionally taught not to. This podcast is your resource, your opportunity, and your support system to show up fully as the magical creature you are and to love doing it. I'm so excited and honored to be with you today, so let's go ahead and get started. Hello, hello! Alrighty, so today is a different kind of episode. It is a conversation between myself and a dear friend, Amardeep, all about prioritizing yourself, self-care, and really putting those boundaries in place to help you live your best life. Now, this is a repurposed Instagram Live. So full disclaimer, there are some background noises I was not able to edit out, but I think the conversation is potent enough and impactful, so I wanted to replay it here. With that being said, there are two spots that I clearly am demonstrating something with my hands because I speak a lot with my hands, but I think you'll have an easy time understanding my point. In the show notes, I am going to be linking the original Instagram video if you care to go and watch that. You can also hear some additional little funny uh, tangent style stories that I did cut out of the podcast just for time sake. With that being said, I hope you enjoy this week's conversation. Let me introduce Amardeep. So Amardeep does introduce herself, but I also want to give her a more full bio. So Amardeep is a writer and creative, creating content to inspire, heal, and motivate. She writes about well-being, physical and emotional health, and mindset. Amardeep also writes content for businesses and entrepreneurs. Okay, so I'm Amardy. Um so I'm a my so my my passion um is I'm a writer and um, I'm a creative. I love writing things about well-being and empowerment and different things that I've been through um that might help other people. Um a few years ago I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, so a lot of what I write about is sort of overcoming the hurdles that I, I experienced there. Um, you know, some of the mental challenges they're experienced because of it. So a lot of what I write about really is to do with, you know, healing and well-being and, you know, how hopefully, um, I hope that what I write about um, helps other people overcome whatever they're going through as well. Um, so, yeah, that, that's me. I, I will say just for myself, obviously, the blog articles that I've read and even even the stories that you share, like I, I've told you this before, but I genuinely look up to you when it comes to like being authentic and being really vulnerable because you have chronic illness that is debilitating on some days and you're showing up and you're sharing like, this is a shit day. This is a really rough day. And, I've I forget which blog post it was it's I can picture I can picture the picture it's the girl with the color paint and she okay 
I yeah. I teared up with it. Like you were I'm not sure. I think so. Probably that would make sense. But like you just I just look up to you. So I'm excited to talk about self-care and doing it because I think you are absolutely an expert in it. Like you are doing the hard stuff every day. Oh, thank you, Chrissy. Honestly, that really means so much you saying that to me because, you know, you don't, yeah, you know, it's really hard, isn't it, when you're putting yourself out there, especially when you've got things going on physically and mentally, you know, which we all have really, let's be honest. Um, and then you're triggered by stuff. So then to put yourself out there is a really big thing. So you don't often, you don't tell yourself those things, you know, that you're doing well, you know. So to hear you from somebody else is, is really nice. And you know what, but before we go any further, of course, I appreciate your support so much, you know, and seeing how you show up in what you do, how much passion you've got for what you do, how you never stop, you just keep going because you believe in what you're doing, you know, honestly, that's really inspiring, so, you know, that's so important, I think, these days, it's just around yourself with women um, and men, you know, people that inspire you, that lift, lift you up, you know, and you've done that, and even also, even though I know it's hard for a lot of people to understand the physical stuff that I'm going through, I've never once felt it difficult to having to explain myself to you. Um, you're one of the few people in my life who are really easy to talk to. Um, you just get, you, you're just so supportive, Chris, even if you don't understand the physical aspect of the pain. So before we go any further, I don't want to make you cry, but I just want to say thank you because some of your voice notes Honestly, if ever days when I was like, you're fucking around. Some of your voice notes, just the love in your voice. Honestly, you are one in a million. <laughs> I don't want to make you cry, but I did. Damn wanna... it, man! <laughs> well, you are absolutely one, one in a, one in a million, Chrissy. Um, your voice notes, some days, really, honestly, really pick me up off the floor. Um, yeah, they helped so much. <laughs> you're so good. I'm like, damn it, man! I'm gonna cry on this fucking lie about being vulnerable and blah 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 no it's fine <laughs> okay before we just keep like fangirling over each other because we're both amazing i love you and i'm so excited for this okay on to self and on to prioritizing yourself because i think that this is something and i was trying to think of like how to kind of get into this topic earlier today and the first thing that came to mind was, I think our generation is one of the first generations where like, it it definitely stops here. Like we are teaching, whether there are children or our nieces or just like how we're showing up, we're teaching the next generation that it's okay to take time off of work or take time off of, again, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or an employee or a mom or a sister, whatever you like, however you describe yourself. I think it, I think we're actually the ones who are like changing it, yeah. which is super cool, but also means that like in every single one of us, we're breaking those norms and those traditions of everything we've been taught was don't take a sick day. Mental health doesn't exist. Like, what do you mean you're taking PTO and not going anywhere? Like you just work and you suck it up and you do it. So my first, my first big question for you and for us in the conversation, anyone here live join in the comments, how do you 
how do you do that? How do you handle the voice in your head that's telling you, no, you can't take time off. You have to keep going. You have to suck it up when you mentally, physically, energetically, whatever level can't do that. Gosh, that's a really, really good first question. I, I don't know about you, but I would say, how, how many of us have kept going on, have kept thinking, right, I'll ignore that voice, I'll ignore what my body's telling me, and I'll keep going, you know, and you are so determined just to make it through the day, the hour, that you you just push through no matter what, and then what happens is you, you burn out, you know, so... And how many of us have been there, really? Probably probably a lot of us, right? If not all of us. Um, and then you do that so many times and it gets harder and harder to pick yourself up that you... I think for me, it was a case of... Um, I've seen what the alternative is like, not prioritising myself, and how hard it is then to really pick myself up from that rock-bottom place. That it then sort of became a, right, you have to learn from this because otherwise there's going to be a time when you feel like you can't pick yourself up off the floor and then what you do, you know, because we've all got bills to pay and lives to lead and commitments and families. So it really was a case of what's, what's the alternative? You have to prioritise yourself. Don't you? Because, yeah, how many of us have been burnt out? I think, yeah, I agree. I think I'm going to go ahead and say anyone over the age of, like, 12 has at some point probably been burned out or so like at their wits end it's not it's not always calling it burnout it's at your wits end or it's the last straw or you're for me it's I got to that point of I was so angry and nasty like honest to goodness a nasty human being my I had no fuse like it I was always on I was always ready to go and you take a step back and you're like I don't even I don't even know this girl anymore I don't even know this person I am so now because it still happens right it, you don't just like figure it out one day and like you're done now I get I know those signs of like oh I was a little bit shorter with my husband than I meant to be what else is going on? Sometimes he was being a complete idiot and like deserved it, right? Like sometimes it's just a thing. But it's also knowing the signs of like when you're getting close to needing to really take that time out for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I think that's really important. And I think what, what you're saying, there's a lot of self-awareness there, you know? I think you have to have self-awareness to build up that skill because I think it becomes a skill doesn't it you know you have to build that up um because otherwise the opposite of not being what you're doing is then constantly looking around just blaming other people for what's going on inside of us and that's that's not helping us either really so I think self-awareness is huge huge in prioritizing yourself isn't it I I agree and it's really it's one of those things where like it's the, it's the basis of it but how do you get there like how did you become self how did you grow that skill because I agree I do think it's a skill how do you grow that so that you get to it much faster gosh you know I, I, honestly I've thought about this because I thought about this as a topic to write about and I never could because I couldn't quite figure out how I've got to self-awareness you know 
And the only way that I can think, the only way for me personally is that I'm a very reflective person. I, I probably overthink too much, you know, so that's a good and a bad thing. Um, but I think somewhere in between that overthinking and that reflectiveness that I have, um, there just becomes a, they're, they're just my self-awareness sort of grew. Um, and the more that I started noticing things, um, the more I, I guess, reflecting on things, the more I, I realised things, you know, and it built up from there. So I think, I don't know, honestly, I wish I had the steps really to say to people, you know what, it's like this. But for me, it's really from my overthinking, you know, and then looking inward and thinking, okay, what what can what went wrong here? Well, what can I do to change this really? Um, what do you think? Because honestly, I've thought about it. Really, you know, I think it's a really interesting one awareness. I I agree that like I don't have a step by step, but I think it, I do agree. Also, I think it comes down to taking time to reflect objectively because I think for me at least and I know I'm not the only one when I years ago before I had like any self-awareness when I would start to reflect it was all external so it was all like well this went wrong because that person messed up because this is happening or if it went internal it was well of course that didn't go my way because I'm a lousy person and I didn't deserve it and it like went down the spiral um so just really like a like taking a step back taking a third person perspective of like what's really going on because we know this part of the pie not the whole pie and just really looking for the patterns kind of what you said like think back reflect in and see what's going on and be nice to yourself which is so freaking hard to do. Yeah, honestly, it really is. You know, I think that's, yeah, actually I would 100% agree with you there. And I think that's the first thing I would say to, my, to myself, that I do say to myself now and to other people, you know, I always be gentle with yourself first and foremost, because even when it comes to this prioritising yourself, you know what, it is not easy, is it? Because when you do, prioritize yourself in an area um you know like I've prioritized my health this last few weeks there's so many other questions that come up then you know prioritizing yourself is, isn't always easy because like my brain is constantly thinking about well, but you should be doing stuff you should be working or you should be working on your website gosh you've got so many things to do or so many jobs that need doing and this this and this you know there's loads of other little triggers that come up as well so I don't want to talk about prioritizing yourself and glamorize it like you're not going to be triggered I think um there are triggers because there's triggers with everything but for me um again um I always just keep coming back to the same thing that I say daily which is then what's the alternative if we don't prioritize ourselves it's I know for me I'll, I'll hit a rock bottom I'll hit this level but it's harder for me to pick myself up from so so sort of in that whole process you have, you have to really be extra kind to yourself extra sensitive with whatever you're going through um you know even just being really aware of your own sort of self-talk that's going on in your head as well I think that's important as well you know um because I'm a really big believer in you know that you know um because I'm like with my health I've looked at everything in my life you know like food toxins around me but then the biggest thing for me was well 
your own thoughts can be just as toxic. So that's really where you have to, first of all, be so gentle with yourself, right? And really kind because you can really mess yourself up with what you're telling yourself in your head. I do so many things, so many things. But we are the nastiest version of ourselves to ourselves. Like we would never say a quarter of what we say to ourselves to anybody else, anybody else. Like even people you don't like, you're not going to tell them, you know, you're a complete loser. You're a failure. You messed up everything. You're, we're just not going to do that. Society has taught us that that's not acceptable. So it's, I love what you said. It's just, it's being gentle. It's knowing that, I think one, first and foremost, like most of those thoughts we have were not ours. Like mm. we actually strip it away. That's not stuff that we were born into this world thinking or knowing. It's stuff that we've been fed to us in whatever way. But we're also human. Like we're, we're meant to mess up. That's the whole point of being a human is to learn and do new things and explore and just like break shit. It's okay, it's okay to break it. That's our that's the whole point. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that was scary though, isn't it? At first, doing it at first, it's scary. But again, you know, like I think then it's just like anything, isn't it? You know, once you start doing it and accepting, okay, you know what, I'm gonna make mistakes. That's okay. You know, I'm gonna fail at stuff. I think it, then you sort of have to just. For me, it's like okay, just keep trying. Just keep trying. And if I fail, then I'll just build that, you know, sort of like building up a skill again, isn't it? Then, you know, of picking yourself up once you fail and not letting you, not letting those voices um, beat yourself up, you know? Um, yeah. And I liked what you said. So this is probably going to sound a little random, but what you and when you were saying earlier of like, if you don't take care of it today, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to eventually hit a point that you can't. My... My vet actually described this to me in a really great way. So my dogs had knee surgery earlier this year. And for a couple of weeks, they were on very heavy pain medication, essentially. And my one dog who had like, and you don't need the whole backstory. Anyway, the one dog was on it longer than we really wanted him to be just because it has some ramifications from his blood work. Um, and we, I was trying to talk to the vet about taking them off and da, da, da. And the vet described it as his pain level, our ability, I'm going to like make the metaphor make sense here, that our ability to function or our pain level is here, right? Mm -hmm. If we can do that thing, which is taking the pill or doing these practices that we are going to talk about in a few mm -hmm. minutes, our pain level can go down and it starts to become more manageable. Our ability to handle life becomes more manageable. Yeah. If we don't, if we continue to let everything pile up, if we continue to let the pain get so bad, or for us, we hit that rock bottom, it's just gonna bring us back here. It's not actually gonna like do any good for us. It's going to bring us back to manageable but manageable is so far below optimal yeah, that it's a whole different thing. Yeah. 
So it's not even like, okay, I'm going to get to this point that it's rock bottom, that I can't do it anymore. I can't pick myself up. And then I'm going to figure out a way to do it because you will, right? Most cases, knock on wood, you're going to figure out a way. Someone's going to come in and help you. You're going to get back to normal. But if your normal is shit, if your normal is already not taking care of yourself, like that's not a place to be, you know, like that's not actually doing anything for you. Yeah. So that was a long, I hope that made sense. In my head, that makes sense. You know what? Honestly, it did. It really, it really hit home for me. Honestly, it really did. Because that's honestly, Chrissy, I think you've just described the last few months for me, honestly. Um, because I always used to think, oh, I, I do prioritise myself really well. But the last few months have taught me, even me, how I can sort of fall off that bandwagon. So everything that you've described really has been the last few months for me. You no, know, posting long at manageable. And then a few other things cropped up that sort of made that manageable load unbearable. You know, it was like an overload physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, and so now... So then you're trying to get back to the, the manageable level, but even that's not optimal, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you, you're right, if you're constantly unmanageable, you really just one one trigger, one small trigger away from overload. That's not, that's, that's not an acceptable way for any of us to live, is it, you know? Um, it's, it's just not. And it's not worth it. Like this idea, and I'll, I'll say that, like, I was raised by very strong females who did not subscribe to a lot of the traditional beliefs that, like, women put themselves last or the mom puts themselves last. So I'm very fortunate that, like, my grandmother who raised me would just be like, you're on your own, like, you guys, when we're old enough, obviously, like, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm taking a break, right? Or do things like that where she's like, take care of yourself. Here, go do this. I'm going to handle this on this side. But we're told to take care of ourselves after everybody else. So like even this, this idea, and I think, I think a lot of people confuse self-care with prioritizing yourself because they're similar, right? It's still taking care of yourself. But for me, self-care is more of, you can schedule it in and as as stuff comes up, if you can, cool. Whereas prioritization is very much in the moment. Mm, so like, how do you stop the cycle before it keeps going mm. and, and walk away? Or my dogs boop me, like boop me a lot if they want something and like, I know from friends who have kids who are touched all the time that that's a lot. Mm -hmm. So prioritization for me is like literally removing myself, (laughs) going into the bathroom and closing the door because I have a very small house and that's the only like private space. The dogs don't typically follow me and just like existing for two minutes instead of waiting till the end of the day. It's like, it's what you were talking about of stopping the cycle at the time when it's really, really hard mm-hmm. and not looking back on it later and being like, oh, I could have done this. Well, let me take time for myself now. Yeah. Like, how do, you, how do you stop it in the mist? Like, how do you actually 
put down those boundaries, put down your foot and be like, nope, we're doing this. We're taking time for me. Like, how do you figure that out for yourself? Oh, Chrissy, honestly, what a great, but really tough question. <laughs> honestly, you're coming up with some really great questions, honestly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, that's a really good question. So for me, um, I guess there's a few, I guess there's a few different ways that I do prioritize myself. So um, the example the example that's coming to my mind slightly it's it's a little bit different, but um, but this is what I do. So um, I'm really big on having boundaries in my life um, to protect myself from other people's drama, things that I don't need to be involved in. Um, so I so for me that is prioritizing my my well being and. Um, my sanity you know and yeah it's just prioritizing my wellness really my well and my mental health so um if if when a conversation is going on around me or directed towards me that I feel like okay um I can't I, I don't want to get drawn into this conversation and um, how I how I've sort of trained myself to prioritize my well-being and my mental health is I really I'm very firm about not getting drawn into conversations. So I'm very, I'm super careful because um, with fibromyalgia, it's not just about um, like physical pain. It's very much tied to emotional well-being. So stress is a, stress is a trigger. So this is this is why this is a priority for me. So the conversation comes up that um, I feel like I don't want to get drawn into. I if I can't withdraw myself from the conversation, and I have done that a few times, I'm very direct, and I will say to said people, I'm not talking about this. You know, like I've, I have said that a few times. If the person persists because that has happened and I can't physically remove myself from, you know, the room or if I'm in a car with someone, then I will keep my response really non, um, I don't know what the word is, committal. Like, you know, like I, I'm very like, okay, you know, like you don't you know? continue the conversation absolutely and just sort of let everything wash all over me and that's not to say that I'm not still triggered by what they're saying um but it's much much less you know and I have to do that and I and sometimes I do wonder okay is that selfish but I know it's not I'm prioritizing my well-being you know I'm prioritizing keeping stress low by not getting involved in in something you know um because prioritizing yourself, it's not just about prioritizing yourself physically, is it? It's um, prioritizing the mental well-being and um, you know what you feel, what you feel you can take on. You know, I've definitely. Um, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to figure out like how to say this, because I'm proud of what I've done, but it's yeah. also one of those things that is very, very quickly judged by people outside of the situation. I have ended relationships with most of my family. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have relationships with my parents. I don't have relationships with most of my, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins. Like I'm from a very large Italian family. I have tens of cousins and aunts and uncles and I speak to maybe seven people on my quote unquote blood family side for that exact reason of there's no amount of disengaging from a conversation. There's no amount of non-committal responses that will ever allow me 
to to be myself to like really step out fully and be like I disagree with the church I disagree with this right like whatever it is so yeah it's really hard going back to your point about it doesn't necessarily like putting up boundaries is not easy putting up boundaries with people who are close to you is not easy and it's not about being selfish it's about honestly just like I'm worth more than this oh my god yes 100% yes yeah. I'm so glad you said that actually because I think it's so important to sort of um, be really clear and say you know what yes um, the way that I I do it does work sometimes but it doesn't always that's not always the way and sometimes the way of prioritizing yourself is really probably moving those people out of your life you know sometimes that is never the way you know um and if that's what we need to do because that's that's really important to our well-being then then we owe it to ourselves to just health first you know it's really a simple we owe it to ourselves to put our health first you know I like it's just, again it's one of those things that some people are going to give you flack for no matter what no matter how many times you try and like people just are not are not going to accept it whether it's ending a relationship or taking a day off work like I now four years into like really taking time to know myself and take care of myself and all of this can completely do it sometimes sometimes but when I was back in like old Chrissy corporate world the idea of even taking a day off let alone a week off which is and I I hope you don't mind if I share but you took a week off <laughs> yep she yeah. just took a week off from work to handle her health um it's it's not just relationships it's everything that is taking time off business taking time away saying hey all of this running spiraling thoughts of the shit that I can be doing I'm worth more than worrying about everything else oh my god absolutely yeah uh, yeah I think you've summed it up really you know it, it, it really is it comes it's as simple as that isn't it you really are worth that you know, we, we, I really am worth that. You know, we all are really. Um, gosh, and it just sounds so simple when you say it, right? Like, it just sounds so simple. But it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is, you know. Um, and, and, and really, you know what? The more the more people that I've been speaking to lately and just being honest about my health lately, it's really made me see that. Um, whereas I used to think it was what are other people going to say about me doing stuff. It's not even about other people. It's what my own brain is telling. It's what, um, how am I trying to say? This is the stories my brain is coming up with, right? Mm-hmm. It's, that's all it is more than anything. You know, it's not really what other people are saying. But I'm telling myself, you know. And that's just, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's the tough one, isn't it? It's changing your, changing, changing what you're telling yourself just to be more kind, be more loving. Um, because we're worth it my godmother who I adore and it was one of those really strong females in my life I was in middle school and I 
we didn't have a ton of money. I didn't like, I wasn't one of those like super skinny girls who can fit into everything. So I wore a lot of like off brand clothes and things like that, that I remember going to my godmother one day and like crying that I, I wasn't wearing the fucking Aeropostale pants that everyone else had. And she said to me, she's like, no one's paying attention to you. No, and like she said, she said it in a, a slightly nicer way, not a super nice way. But that has really stuck with me of what you're saying of like, we, we tell ourselves that, oh, so and so is going to think this or my boss is going to think this or that. We all have our own stuff going on that yes, there are people watching us like there are people watching us and lurking and kind of that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's nobody gives a shit. Nobody's watching us closely enough to be like, Amor Deep, what did you do today? Like, mm. you know what I mean? I do. I, I really do, actually. You know what? I wish I'd pull these. I've got these cards, actually. You made me think of something which made me laugh. I've got these cards that I can, resiliency quotes, basically. You can just pick one a day, you know? And funnily enough, they're actually really funny. And one actually does say on there, um, I can't remember the exact word. It says something like, no one's actually thinking about you. No one cares that much. <laughs> yes. you know, it's, just so, it's so funny, but actually it's really true. You know? We're all so in our own heads, actually. You know, no one's really thinking about Yeah. We're thinking about ourselves. <laughs> I, for, I don't know. That has helped me over the years. Not all, all the time, right? Of just like... This is really some some BS that I'm telling myself here. Like, they don't they don't care, man. So why should I be beating myself up about it? Why can't I be nicer to myself? You know why it's baby steps, isn't it? You know why? As soon as you get the awareness that you will be, you know, it's for me, it is baby steps. As soon as I've got the awareness of okay, this is my behavior, this isn't the pattern that, you know, this is the story that my brain's telling myself. It really is the uh, you know, when it sort of comes up, it's really like a, a very firm stop, you know, and really then trying to tell myself something more kinder, you know. And, um, you know, I think the the things that we do, right, just to make it easier for ourselves because otherwise, that, otherwise our self-talk just gets out of control, you know. I want to be clear that, like, it gets easier. It gets easier. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, be clear about that. <laughs> it gets easier. And then it gets harder. So I, we rescheduled this from a couple of weeks ago because full transparency, I was 100% in it of like, my business isn't doing what I thought it would do. I'm not making the impact that I like was really deep in. And I, I shared this with you, Lammer, of like, what, what am I doing here? Like, why, why, why am I doing all this? And I was talk I was telling my therapist about all of it. And I, I was telling her, like, it, it felt like I was at the same spot I was two years ago. Mm -hmm. okay. And she said something that I wrote down, and it's sitting on my desk, of it can feel like familiar terrain with any kind of, like, self-advocacy, any kind of prioritizing yourself, any part of life that it feels like you've gone backwards, like it feels like you've regressed, but in mm -hmm. reality, it's just familiar terrain in the same way that 
you know, we can walk the same hiking trail multiple times. That doesn't mean that we're having the same experience. It doesn't mean that we're in the exact same spot. It means that we are in familiar terrain. Mm, I love that. And that's really been helping me the past couple of weeks, just as different things have come up because life, right? But it's, it's not a regression. Because I think sometimes too, as you become more self-aware, you can start to say like, oh, well, I should be past this. I should be past this belief. I should be past this point. One, stop shooting. Like, no, stop. And two, like, they're going to come back in different forms. It's not that you haven't done the work. It's not that you haven't put the boundaries in place. It's not that you haven't figured out how to prioritize yourself. Like, it's just familiar terrain. Oh, gosh. I love that example. I love all of that. I think that's so true. That's the thing that sort of, I think, I, I know from the last few years, or particularly the last year, used to really frustrate me, especially with my health, um, and then trying to grow my writing and my website at the same time. You know, it was very much like, okay, how am I in the same situation again, you know? And then you just, ha- and then I just have to, it was only because somebody said to me about um, the analogy that I used was the spiral, you know? Um, and I thought, okay, you know. I mean, it's the same thing really, isn't it? You know, it's familiar terrain, but actually it's not the same. Um, and we're not the same, you know. That's that's really then doubting ourselves, isn't it? You know, like, the situation's never going to be the same because we're not the same because we've grown, you know. Um, gosh, it's all, it's such a learning experience, isn't it? You know, but this time when you're going through it is so tough. But yeah, you know, thank you for sharing that experience because I know... Um, Gosh, it is tough, isn't it, sharing stuff what you're going through, but, but at the same time, you know, it's so important to hear um, what, I guess, what we go through and struggle with and how we overcome. Um, how, how, how did you find, how did you overcome it or how did you sort of get yourself back up again the next day or, you know, on Monday or whenever you did? How did you, how did you sort of work through that process? I, it took me a while, honestly. It was, we were supposed to talk on a Friday, and I think it was really, like, that Thursday that all of this kind of started to bubble up. That Friday, there were a few very specific triggers that just, I went all the way, all the way down the spiral. Um, and I, again, not a therapist, not a anything, just a human being. I sat in it all weekend and I was miserable and I I really honestly like stayed at the anger level of everything instead of going down deep into it of like figuring out why I was feeling how I was feeling um so part of it was just just allowing myself to feel angry allowing myself to realize that like no, this is not going to be super productive, but I need to work through the anger. For for me, anger is was my default setting for most of my life. So now it's kind of that I think I like to think of it as like my sacred signal that shit is really bad <laughs> when I'm that angry, right? Like it's my my main signal. Um, but just like sat in it for a couple days. I had, my husband is 
my my best friend my huge like we've gone through everything together and just really opened up to him and shared everything that I was going through and explained out loud the thought process this spiraling of everything and he he did a great job he's been coached on this from therapy <laughs> of just letting me letting me get all of it out without necessarily correcting it and then at the end when everything's out and I'm I was sobbed out and like couldn't say anything anymore he's like okay now let's go back and pick apart some of those big things that you said of for example like i i'm a failure i can't make this work right where did that come from and like we picked it out together to like really really not even just say it out loud but sit with each one of those thoughts and be like i'm amazing I know I'm, I know I'm amazing. Like I am, I am here for a reason. I'm doing the work that I'm meant to be doing. I am multiple lifetimes deep into this work, right? So this idea that I'm not worthy of money in this specific example had no logic behind it and it wasn't mine. So it was a lot of like, a lot of, uh, external processing with him because the more that I say in my head the worse it gets but externally processing with him kind of identifying the thoughts identifying where they're coming from reminding myself they're not mine they're not mine booked a sooner therapy appointment <laughs> than I had originally scheduled because I didn't have one that week we booked one in and then getting out of my house. Mm, okay. So even though like my house is a safe space, it's, you know, all the things like I feel safe here, all that kind of stuff. It's a 900 square foot house where I work yeah. all over. Like I work in my office, I work in the living room, I work in bed sometimes. So physically removing myself from that environment where like looking at my desk was a trigger or yeah looking at my notes of things that I want to get done. So I spent several days like at the beach that's 10 minutes from my house to one water is very healing, but also just like get out, just get out and get different, like just be in a different environment, I think is really helpful. Yeah, okay, fantastic. Honestly, that's fantastic that you've done that such a lot today. Um... And that really just shows how self-aware you are, you know, that you knew what you needed and you just sort of went and did it, you know. And your husband sounds so nice. That's such a that's honestly that just sounds honestly that just sounds fantastic that you could that you can do that with another person, you know, close to you that's not an actual therapist, you know. Um yeah. And I think like I don't want to discredit John because I, I love him and he's done he's amazing. Like I will forever say that he's amazing. But even that, going back to what we were talking about before, that of John supporting me in that specific way of me walking, and I don't, I don't mean this to toot my own horn, I mean this to like pull out the lesson here, me leaving the house and him having to like handle things with the dogs or 
life or like we had a mosquito kai come and spray the yard that is practiced self-prioritization that's me taking him aside from conversations in the past where he like jumps in and wants to fix things right away it's me advocating for myself of like hey babe not what i need right now this is not what i need and being really clear with that which has not always come out in the most loving of ways right like there have definitely been some conversations where again i'm like i apologize i didn't mean for that but every piece of that is another piece of knowing what i'm worth knowing that i'm worthy of like speaking the speaking what i identify as my truth which is not which it's a lot of society bullshit telling him what i need reminding him what i need because that's also reminding me at the end of the day that like it's okay to tell people no that's not helping me right now thanks but no thanks i think that's really i think that's such an important part of self prioritization yeah, i'm really glad that you said that um I think that's so important, isn't it? You know, making sure that we're telling people around us what we actually do need, you know, advocating for yourself, especially with your loved ones, you know, it's such a scary thing and we're not used to doing it, are we? For whatever reason, you know, we're not we're not used to doing it really. Um, you know, I think actually advocating for yourself in the world is probably a lot easier than doing it with your family, you know. It's the important part of self-prioritizing yourself. It really is. I'm really glad that you pulled that lesson out. That's really important. Um, yeah, and I, and I find this actually myself. You know, when I'm advocating for different health things in the world, it's so easy. But then when it comes to you know saying things to your loved one, that's really challenging. But at the same time, it's like with anything. You know, I think the the more that you do it, the more you sort of become comfortable doing it, and then hopefully the theory is that at some point it gets easier. You know. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it's not always, you know, at some point it gets easier, doesn't it, speaking up for yourself, you know, I know at first when I was implementing boundaries, because that was one way I needed to prioritise myself, it was really challenging at first, and then before you know it, you're like a different priority, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it gets easier, I think, when you start to realise the world doesn't end. We're very egotistical beings that we think that we're the only ones who can like get the job done or clean the house or take care of the dogs. You saying, hey, I need 10 minutes. I need a day off. I need to not write this blog or this email. I haven't sent a fucking email to my subscribers in three weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's not my intention. Well, I've not sent one in, I think, over a month, you know, but again, I think it's the same philosophy of, you know what, the world's not going to end, and who's cracking boy, you know, at the end of the day, somebody said to me actually um, a month ago, Amadeek, like, you are your own boss, you know, when it comes to my website, um, you're your own CEO, so why are you being so hard on yourself? And I said, why am I being so hard on myself? You know, that's a, that really is like a learned behaviour, isn't it, you know, thinking that, to be that hard on ourselves you know but when you're doing something for yourself why you know you, you, we are our own boss it serves no purpose 
And I don't know, maybe it's, I, I don't have a huge email list, right? I'm still growing it. I'm still new two years in. I've yet to have someone email and be like, um, you, um, you haven't sent anything in 11 days. Um, can you like get back to that, please? Yeah, I mean, come on, yeah, absolutely. When you say it like that, you know, it, it sounds crazy that we would put so much pressure on, on ourselves in the first place, you know. Um, but gosh, you know, I think this topic is endless, isn't it? You know, this is why self-prioritisation is so important. Just taking, take for me, it's taking things off the table um, that I don't need to do and what really is important that day. Do you know what I mean? Not even that week, but today, what is important right now? Do I really need to be stressing about how am I going to go in the blog and subscribers and all that marketing SEO stuff, you know? No, I don't. Like, I really don't need to do any of that stuff, you know? Do I need to worry about, you know, work or family or anything? No, I don't, really. Right now, I don't need to do any of that stuff. I fully agree with you. I have lists and lists and mother lists of all the things in every aspect of life that mm -hmm. needs to be done. But like, I literally started, and I'll show you, I literally started grabbing folders, like these are my like regular work folders, and putting stuff in them to not see it. Like oh, literally so hiding the lists and being like, sure, that stuff can get done here, but do I really need to like go replace the one fence post that's kind of crooked? Or do I need to make sure that I'm eating a healthy lunch today? Just because we can be doing something. And you said this at the very beginning, like there's your mind always goes to the things that I can be doing. But like, do you actually, like, what do you get out of it? What do you get out of fixing one, literally one single solitary fence post is not nailed all the way in? Like, okay. Yeah, and? Absolutely. You know what? I think, I think that's, I think that's so true. You know, um, something that, something that I've really been focusing on lately is, um, I mean, this is some, somebody that said it to me, actually, I'm going to show you something that's so relevant in every area of our lives. And um, for me, when I have one day or even like a couple of hours of feeling well, I used to think, okay, I'm really good at prioritising my well-being and my health when I'm burnt out and I've got no choice now and I'm really at the rock bottom. But when I start feeling well, that's when the prioritisation starts to slip a little bit. And then, then I start to be like, okay, I've got to really, I feel good today but it's an illusion I don't actually feel good it's just in my mind thinking oh I feel good today so I'm going to do x y and z I'm going to do all the jobs I'm going to do this this and this and then you get back to that place of because you're already manageable you've literally then put yourself back in overload very very easily when really um like I said somebody said it to me we're going to share it because it's so important when really actually for me now it's like okay I've got one day of feeling well or I feel well for these few hours so I'm going to prioritize that to nurture myself so I need to use this time effectively and do stuff now what's really important for me is 
using that time to nurture myself and I'm constantly telling myself this because it's a it's a daily habit okay yeah so the voice is constantly telling me in my head I need to be doing more stuff and I'm like no um right now I need to prioritize my health and that means if I have a, an hour of wellness or a day then that's going to be devoted to nurturing myself and nurturing my health and nurturing my well-being um and doing whatever falls into the habit um, it's not doing all the jobs that need doing or life, you know. I never would have thought of it that way, though. Of if you're feeling well, why, like, why should we automatically go back to I'm feeling well, so I must do something else instead of, and I say this like with a lot of love, selfishly like holding on to that and milking it for ourselves. I'm taking that one like I'm taking a lot from this conversation but that is definitely going to be something that I feel like is a game changer of not only do we not have to be doing stuff all the time but we get to be doing stuff for us for the sake of us and having fun like oh that's so good oh that's so good you know it's and for me also, it's not just about nursing myself. Sometimes it really is, okay, you know what? How about if I just get to be today, you know? And if that means sitting in the garden, you know, and just feeling the sun on my skin or, you know, just grounding, then then that's what I'm going to do, you know? Um, and again, I'm just going to share this. I think, I, think it, I think it's a useful practice, whether you've got health conditions or not. At the moment, um. I'm really trying to educate myself on, okay, what's my baseline of activity so that I know when I have moments of wellness and there are always going to be a lot of things that need doing that we can't put off. So then for me, it's like, okay, what's my baseline of activity without putting myself back into burnout or being ill or being fatigued, right? Okay. And then doing it slowly. So, so I'm sort of trying to educate myself with that at the moment so that, you know, on the days when I do feel well rather than, burning myself out by trying to do everything then what's the most important thing that needs doing that day you know if there's a priority you know um we've all got them right you know whether that's going to the bank or your job your kids whatever you know there's going to be something that's really important you can't put off no matter what then i try to just pick one thing that i can do you know or a couple of things um and i think that's really important is just find our our, our baseline of wellness or physical health or whatever it is so then you know okay if I if I do more than this even if I feel well that's really going to just push me back over the edge and I think that applies mentally as well you know because we can mentally overload ourselves but really that's not that's not the healthy way is it you know there's always going to be people that are going to push us over over our edge um, and it's really just trying to get get over that I almost think of it as like what are the absolute non-negotiables that need mm -hmm. to get done that for me, there are days where my my brain likes to tell me that my non-negotiables are 15 different things. Mm -hmm. When in reality, especially like when I'm stressed out and the self-prioritization is already harder to manage, the non-negotiables are water because I don't drink a lot of water nutritious food not going to starbucks and grabbing a freaking scone that's not gonna like fill me up and showing up in some form or fashion 
not because, and I think this is a, an important uh, delineation, not because I need to show up for the business to make, to make money, to be successful, whatever, but because I feel really good when I can share with other people a part of me, whether it's like a, a content thing or a picture of me like playing with my dogs, it makes me feel really good because that's part of my purpose. So if I'm allowed, like able to do my purpose, and I think it, I think that can apply to any of us, depend, like regardless of our situation of, and I like, I like how you said it of the baseline of like, I like that more than non-negotiables because it is very much a what needs to be done without pushing back into overload. I think that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And sometimes that, that really does mean pushing back the things that you, even the things that you want to do, you know, like there were things with it, with my writing and website that I was going to launch this year, you know, or that I was going to launch a couple of months ago and I really had to put everything on the, on the back burner because it was like, okay, this doesn't even come in terms of my baseline. This, this at the moment is not a priority, you know, it's, so then it really was a case of okay looking at my why and then my why was okay um the the writing and pre-launching project is not a it's not a priority however my why was well that was always something that brought me joy but when i was trying to just push and push and push and burn myself out in the process then i became ill you know um yeah and and i think you can always you know if there's if there are things you know that you think okay it's not a priority but it's something that I enjoy doing but it's not something that I can fit in my life right now because of health or whatever whatever else you're trying to prioritize you know there's very easy small ways that you can still bring in the thing that you love both so for me for example um I've not consistently like it was a big thing for me to consistently put a blog post so I've not done that in a while you know, um, like I said, I was going to launch a few products that I've not launched. Um, and then it was like, okay, it really affected me because it was like that was my purpose and that was my whole drive this year. And when it was sort of taken away from me and I have to say, okay, it's not, it's not a priority, you help these. Um, it, it really got me back to, okay, but why did you do it in the first place? Um, I did it because they brought me joy, you know. It really is as simple as that doing it made me feel like it just lit me up and it brought me so much joy and so now you know not consistently but every now and again I'll just jot some ideas down or you know I'll write a paragraph down or whatever I feel like and that brings me joy you know um I mean the voice still does come up every now and again it will say look you know what you're not are you are you prioritizing you're not prioritizing your website you're not prioritizing um building building your writing up but then I'm like no, that's not the priority. The priority is my health. Um, and after that, it's it's then just nurturing my life, nurturing my well-being, nurturing um, the why, which is the joy. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, again, I feel like I've given a really long answer, so I hope that makes sense. No, I think it just reminded me so much of when you and I were talking earlier this week, I think, um, maybe last week you said something about like going back, not necessarily folk. I'm going to butcher how you said it, but not necessarily focusing on like 
the end goal or the big thing, but taking the the joy in the moment, taking the joy in where you are right now, which is, is key. And I think also one of those things that's really freaking hard to do when you think like, I had this plan to put out this, this guide that you've been working on or to have this group program. Like my first five months of this year looked about as opposite as they could from what I had in my mind of what this year was going to do all aspects, personal, professional, whatever. And I, looking back, it would have been easier to get through it of finding the joy and knowing that it's temporary. Cause I know my voice sometimes will pop up and be like, well, if you, if you don't prioritize it now, you're never going to do it. It's never going to happen if you don't do it right now. But I like what you said of it's a, sure, it's a priority, but it's not the priority. Mm -hmm. I am my priority, not everything else. And I think it's just like really internalizing that and embodying that with the decisions and the habits that you have every day. Absolutely. You know, there was a point last week where, um, I was so fatigued and had so much brain fog and I was really worried that I, that I wouldn't be able to sound really crazy actually now I'm saying it loud but I had this really big fear of I'm not going to be able to write then who knows when we'll be able to you know and um, because it seemed to me I was in this situation that would be never ending and then I thought okay I identified with doing this thing like it was a part of my identity you know and it's just a thing that I do you know it's not it's not who I am and you're right it's not the priority it's just a priority and the most important thing is us you know really um our health our mental well-being and I think it it needs it needs saying over and over again because of you know the climate you know the society that we're in at, in at the moment you know um after the last few years and the world trying to just you know trying to go back to normal and our mental well-being is so important, you know, and that's a the priority. Everything else is just a priority. And some of those things that you think are a priority are not even, are not even a priority, you know. You know, like I think, um, you know, it's like, you know, actually I think what helps me is just writing them down and looking at it and going, okay, is this really something that's important right now? No, it's not. It's a dream and it's a goal. Um, but it's not important. And if the and if that thing was taken away or I can't do it, then is it the end of the world? Well, well, it's not. You know, if I never launch the guide, is that the end of the world? If I never put another blog post out, is that the end of the world? You know what? It's not. But if 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 I'm struggling mentally or if my health doesn't improve or you know whatever you think it is, if we can make it harder to justify prioritizing that thing whatever it is that's that's a priority or even just like a thing because a lot of them are just things we can start to see like the silliness of it like you said and I said earlier like we know it doesn't make any sense we know that logically if we can get through the argument logically and there's nothing there like it takes the steam out of it it sounds silly it sounds crazy it sounds whatever you want to call it but sometimes that's what we have to do of like really go down the rabbit hole of 
if my guide, if my program doesn't happen, does it change who I am? And it sounds silly the like longer you get into the argument, but it starts to like really help you see, oh, oh, that, that like really doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it totally doesn't. It, it absolutely doesn't. And that's not to say that, you know, at some point, I hope, you know, I really do hope that I, you know, that I pick up the things that I want because some of those things are my dreams and, you know, part of my goals. However, for me, it will be, first and foremost, I think, um, just checking in with myself about where I am um, and then really then taking very small babies just to sort of then do things, you know. Um, but, from, uh, but I really want it to be from a place of wellness, you know, or at least not wellness. Um, more than I don't want to be in a place where I'm managing my life and then trying to build something else, you know. I feel like that's still, um, you know, you're still building something in a in a very dangerous state of mental, in like a mental state. Um, I know that I want to be in a better sort of place before I start taking steps slowly to, you know, get back out there, you know. Because I think, you know, build building something from when you're in a place where you're where you're desperate or you're not well or or anything you know it's it's actually it's pretty dangerous you know because you find yourself compromising and doing things that don't match up with who you are or your values you know and um you know all of this I feel like comes under the umbrella of prioritizing yourself doesn't it it's it's then prioritizing your, your dream I feel like of saying okay you know what I'm not going to compromise on my dreams yes I do need to take baby steps however um I will start when I know I'm not in a struggle lack mentality you know I'm not in a place where I'm where I'm struggling you know when you were talking the image that came into my head was basically like like a scale that we want to make sure we have buffer we want to make sure that we give ourselves this extra space of we're not just managing because like you said before, the first thing that goes wrong, we're gonna tip into overload and overwhelm. But we wanna like, we wanna back it up a little bit. We wanna give ourselves like that extra space that we can get more, we can get a little bit more triggered or affected or life and then hit manageable. So like if well is over here, I'm gonna try and like keep myself in screen. It's, if well is over here, overload is over here, and this is manageable, mm -hmm. let's start that next priority when we are solidly in the wellness part so we can like have time to get to manageable. And then we stop before you. Oh my God, you know what, I love that. I love that you have that image in your head, in your head because that buffer explains everything perfectly, you know. Um, yeah, yes. I love that. Again, it's not just about, like, being able to do it. It's do, do we want to. It's can we enjoy where we're at, like you said before. Can we enjoy where we're at in the moment? Enjoy the couple of hours or the day of wellness that we have, the day of mental clarity for the sake that we deserve it and we can yeah absolutely you know because you know we should be uh, just it's just so important you know to be nurturing ourselves and 
if we're feeling well, then can we increase on that feeling, you know? And it's only going to be by knowing that's the conditional the moment that we're going to be able to increase on that feeling of wellness. But if we use that, that window of well, well-being that we've got to push ourselves, you know, and I've done it, then it's just going to be the moment, you know? And, that, and it's, just, it's, just, it's just not a good place, you know? It's not fun. I used to be so proud of myself that I could suck it up. I could get it all done, that I had my shit together. And I feel like now it's, it is not always a great feeling, but now I'm like, I don't have my shit together. There are parts of my life that I like am actively really hard working on because I cannot figure out how to eat for my allergens, right? And I'm working yeah. on it and I don't have it together. And I'm proud of that, that I'm not forcing myself to have it together anymore. Like this whole, there are so many memes that are like, oh, everyone thought adulthood was going to be great. Everyone thought that like everyone else had it together. Nobody has it. To nobody, nobody has their shit together. No, they don't. That's okay. You know, that's perfectly okay. We're just, you know, we're just figuring things as we go along and that's okay. You know, honestly, I can't even tell you, but what you're saying that you used to be like is exactly how I used to be like. In fact, I think I said to a friend a couple of months ago, I said, gosh, I said, I'm so proud of myself. I said, you know, I've, I said, I was in a lot of pain, but I really managed to, you know, do some things on my website. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm so proud of myself. And I was like, I'm in, I'm in loads of pain, but I've still managed to do this. And she said to me, she said, but Amadeep, you know, you don't need to do that stuff. Um, I think that's pretty much what she said. You don't, but you don't need to do that stuff. Um, you know, you 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 are worthy whether you do the stuff or not. And it didn't really click to me until she said it. And then I realised, yeah, okay, falling back into that trap again. You know, um, I think it's very easy to fall back into the trap. But the most important thing is just being really mindful. You know, and really kind to yourself. And when the things come up, it's like, yeah, like you said, you know what no one has it all figured out and that's okay so I sort of fell off the bandwagon that's okay you know what I just picked myself up and um, it's happened I'm aware of it so great you know what I'll do something different next time yes yes it doesn't mean anything it doesn't it happened I love how like you like gave a little shrug you're like I'll pick myself <laughs> up next time I'll do it different and it 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 gets to be that like okay and Absolutely, yeah, it does. You know, because otherwise, you know, ah, oh, I'm just so. I think I'm, I'm done. You know, we're trying to overthink everything and making everything out to be so difficult. And you know, it's a, a habit that I'm still breaking. Um, everything doesn't get to be difficult all the time, does it? You know what? You can just be like, yeah, just that's fine. It happened. I'll just do do, do something different next time. Or maybe I won't. You know, maybe I'm at the same mistake again. Who knows? You know, and somebody will think it. <laughs> but I'm aware of it so there's less likely of a chance absolutely <laughs> I will at some point learn the lesson eventually <laughs> yeah that's okay <laughs> we've talked so much about how this is all over the place and it's not that there's something wrong with us. It's not that like we're being selfish or we're being greedy. 
this is literally what we're born to do. We are born to experience life and have love and have fun and have, like we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're just then told, no, you're wrong. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. You know what, this, it's only our brains that are telling us that we're wrong. You know, it's not really anybody else, is it, you know? Um, I mean, sometimes it is, but most often it, it, it is just us telling ourselves we were doing it wrong. But there is no case of doing it wrong, you know? letting as we go along and that's okay that has to be that has to, at some point we have to go okay yes it is okay it's absolutely fine i'm learning as i go along the world is not going to fall apart by me learning as i go along you know and i don't have to have any of this figured out straight away and it's just a learning process isn't it i was going to ask you and i need so well but i feel like that was such a good answer as, as we close up, as we kind of end this, this phase of the conversation, what would be your one, one tip, right? Out of all the ones that you have, what would be one tip for people who are still struggling with trying to prioritize themselves? Oh gosh, that's a really good question. I need an answer for that next time, I think. Um, I don't know, I'm gonna have to think about this one uh, yeah, well, uh, how about you? <laughs> I would, I think mine, because it's also like, I have so many things that I want to say, but I think mine would be really just remembering that it's whatever word you want to use, it's your God-given right to be happy and to take care of yourself. Absolutely. You know what, actually, now I've got one off the back of that. I would just say, you know what, my tip really is kind to myself, you know. Um, and I know this, this this is a probably an Instagrammable quote that comes up often, you know, but it's really true, you know. I think if, you, if you're if you saying something to yourself, just imagine saying it to somebody else, you know, would you? You wouldn't, you know, and I think it really is as simple as that, you know. Well, stand in front of the mirror and whatever you're saying to yourself, can you say looking at yourself right in the mirror? You know you probably, you know you probably. Prob so I think really, it really is a case of just getting into the habit of being really gentle with ourselves. Because if you're not used to prioritizing yourself, man, it's going to feel so difficult at first. However, it's probably one of the best, if not the best, thing that you could do for yourself. I've never actually had to do that. It, I was just, it just came to me. I've never actually looked in, in the mirror and told myself how it was. But, like, I think that that... <laughs> holy shit, girl. You might get a voice message from me later this week as I, as I do that one. And I'm just like, this is... Because it is, it's not even like, think about would you, would you say this to your best friend or your sister or your whatever? It's like, it's almost, in my head, it's almost like, I dare you. I dare mm -hmm. you to actually go look at yourself in the mirror and say these things to yourself. I'm like equal parts terrified and super excited to do this the next time. <laughs> I'm interested to hear the the outcome, you know. Um, I think actually as well, the other thing I think is really important important is, you know, if you think about prioritising yourself and you're sort of like actually, um, you know, you're sort of to and throwing, you know, about doing the thing 
that's important to do for you to prioritize yourself is just to see what feelings come up in your body as well you know because our bodies tell us but we just don't listen do we you know like i know with me i was just sort of getting uncomfortable feeling in my stomach and it's a bit like okay then that's that's a feeling to listen to you know if i'm ignoring myself i'll just get this uncomfortable feeling like you know why am i not why am i not why am i not paying attention to that you know um all of these things that we're saying really they don't have to be that difficult you know um I've, I've made it so difficult for myself, but actually it never needed to be that difficult, really. I fully agree with you on my end, too. I genuinely view you as an expert in this oh, because you. you show up and you you figure out a way to make it work. Um, so, like, there's there's no one else I'd rather have this kind of conversation with. One, I just think you're amazing. And two, like, I, I genuinely feel like you're an expert in the, in the human application of all of this stuff that in theory sounds really easy and in implementation is one of the hardest things that we're ever going to do. Oh, thank you, Chrissy, honestly. And it's just such a joy to talk to you, honestly. I love talking to you. I love your energy. I love everything that you do. So, yeah, let's definitely do this again soon. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Amardeep, for joining us today. If you are interested in working with Amardeep from a writing perspective or just having more magic and wisdom in your life from her, go ahead and check her out on Instagram at Amardeep's. Show notes will include the link and you can check out her blog as well as contact her through her blog at www.amardeep.com. I hope you enjoyed this show and we will be back next week. Alrighty, so there we have it for this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It has been my pleasure being here with you today. If you've got any questions of any sort, go ahead and find me on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger or submit a form through my website, chrissymellinger.com, and I will get back to you personally. Otherwise, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe, follow, and submit a review so I can make sure that the good stuff keeps on coming. Can't wait to be back with you next week. Enjoy your day.